Hello and welcome to the Tower Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me today is the old rabble of Josh and Blaine. Josh and Blaine? Uh, Josh and Shane? Restart, restart. <laughs> no, no, keep that in. Keep that Yeah, keep it in. Keep it in. Like, hello. It's the fuck. Oh, yeah, hello. You had one job. Yeah. Get the old um, trio right. Failed. I, like I, can, I can take a year off and Dave's intros are like somehow getting worse. The implication of somehow. Podcasts for like a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing I don't like introduce episode titles and stuff as like episode numbers and shit. Yeah. No. Numbers for a long time, I'd like to point it out. I, I, think, I think titles is the way to go, but... That's by the by. Honor admin. But, there you go. Well, we don't have titles until we actually have the content, so. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're coming at you um, after Liverpool's 3 1 victory against the mighty Wolverhampton Wanderers, home of a certain Mr. Josh. Um, yeah. no, wolf, no, no wolf howls this time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, I forgot the wolf howl. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so them Josh, where wolves play City. So J- J- Josh only saw the last half hour, apart yeah. from the end of the first half when mm-hmm. I can just imagine them storming around London because we were knocking it around the back. Um, Shane, how much did you watch? All oh, yeah, I I managed to. Uh... To watch, it. I actually think I missed a bit at the end of the first half because I was I had my one year old at me, and uh, we had uh, a situation happen towards the end of the first half, so I actually missed that, and I was I was more than happy to do so because fucking Christ, what went before it wasn't great. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we can get into it. Um, it's it's hard to believe that Liverpool are on a is a fifteen match unbeaten run, sixteen now. 16 because I feel like we've been so critical and we've had reason to be critical. Yeah, here we are, 16 games unbeaten. Um, we're also third in the 2023 Premier League table. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bit weird, but I I do feel like there's a lot of reoccurring theme from last season. So like the start, um, yeah. today, uh. I think the, the the same happened a bit against Chelsea as well, but particularly against against Wolves, it was yeah. Within within five minutes, we we had I counted about four or five players kind of stood upon each other in the middle of the pitch. Nobody seemed to really nobody was doing too much. That was a theme throughout the half, and then obviously they get the goal in like the sixth minute when Neto, um, well dribbles past the corpse of Joel Mata. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on the system in general, I guess, and the fact that we keep on sw- having to switch to more conventional, so to speak, systems, and that seems to be bailing us out, but it doesn't seem to be lasting. But there was a lot going on on Saturday, wasn't there? Because, like, if, if you wanted mitigation, there was a bit in terms of it was three of the first choice back four were out. Um Kanata comes in later, but you know, it was and like Aquanta like being thrown in was kind of mad as well, looking back on it. Like it, it was mad that he came on um wasn't it at Chelsea at first? Or was it or no it was Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, and then yeah, like that was mad. And then him starting again like was I, I guess it made sense because unless you're putting Endo somewhere in the back four. Um but there was that there was the kind of self inflicted problem of starting and McAllister in your, you know, when he'd been playing with attitude like, like, like what less than 48 hours ago and and there's a lot there's a lot of the rebound every game I'm like I don't I haven't watched and I I think Against us, 
Yeah, it was it was in Asia everywhere. Well, I was going to look in the the group chat because I know it was like mainly me bitching uh, about stuff. Uh, I don't know were you at the game, Dave, or did you watch somewhere? But um, yeah, a lot of the same stuff we've been seeing this season, but then also a lot of the same good stuff we've been seeing where there's been self correction, and then when it's clicked into gear, it's like the 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 opposition have punched themselves out a little bit, and also. Um, we've just kind of figured it out, like fixed the self-inflicted stuff and then looked really, really good. So it's better that it's happening in that order rather than, you know, starting really well and then collapsing every game. That would be way more like negative vibes. And I suppose why the vibes generally remain good. But um, yeah, still plenty to to bitch about for the like of, likes of us, I suppose. Um, but yeah, because you, you weren't commenting. Uh, you weren't, uh, you weren't, uh, you weren't in the group chat at that stage, Dave. So I, I can, I, I can, I can probably write out what you were saying word for word, though. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I don't, I don't understand why we went into the game with Gomez playing that Trent role. No, um, awful. I mean, I, th- I think I, I can justify it actually. Oh, I think that. it's, be- I, I think it's because it's what we've trained. We've had no training time. So let's set out with it because it's more natural than anything else we've done so it's far. It's not though. I, 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 I really don't see how it is. It's like the only change. The only change was Gomez at, at right back. It's the only change, and well, everyone else had very similar roles. Well, the main system that is what they've trained to do throughout preseason and throughout the start of the season is to have the right back come inside and create a back three. And I just think that the, I think the thinking was, well, we've done that and it's more, it's more what we've prepared for. We've not had as much preparation time as we would have liked. We can't actually go in trying something brand new. Um, he was coming into midfield though. That was the issue for me. Yeah. And I don't actually think he has the, I don't think his skill set is perfectly suited to it. I don't think he, did as well as he could have done. I can kind, I can kind of see the logic behind it because um, losing the ball, he should be pretty strong in that area in terms of recovery and and speed. Um, I didn't see it, so by all accounts, we were just absolutely terrible. It, it, it's a, in terms of you know retention of the ball, but I think if you're a, if you're a Premier League footballer, you you should be able to pass to people on your team. So whether the issue was um, more structural rather than actual poor performance. I don't know. I'll leave you two to be the judge of that. Um, I the ten minutes I watched in the first half, we created the chance where Salah has a shot block, then Shabozlai has the follow up. Oh, you saw the good part of the first half, yeah? Didn't yeah, you? exactly. The five, <laughs> the five minutes. Yeah, the five minutes before the that, end. I thought, what what was everyone moaning about? It's, this oh, is yeah, just yeah. looks like we've been you, a little bit unlucky. Geez, you really, yeah. yeah, you really saw nothing but the good stuff, Josh. Because like, as I've said, as I've said, as far as I can see, Liverpool won two in a little weekend, and it was easy. Uh, the opposition didn't attack. We controlled things really well. That the fact we played with a double pivot, you know, I just thought it was brilliant. So yeah, I, I've watched all the good stuff, but so I feel. Yeah, no, you're. I've, been, I've not been subjected to the the misery that was. The you're the baby boomer minutes. from this game, Josh, because like me and Dave were actually at the war. We actually saw the horrors. <laughs> we saw the horrors. We lived those first thirty minutes. My house like, cost twenty five grand. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, like because oh it, it's what you're saying. Like, oh, like, it's it's what they know, insofar as they've learned it, like this year and over preseason, um, but like. Even if it was working as designed, which it actually did at times, like is the idea really for Gomez to have like a hundred touches and you know spray it around? Like he's, he's no, and, I, and, better, I, I, and I'm know. not saying it was it was a flawless logic. I just thought that the feeling probably was, lads, it's wolves. And Maybe, and that didn't it, work. It, it, it didn't work. It's not just that though. It's I, I mean we were kind of massively handicapped by the fact he started McAllister as well, which was yeah. just... That was, that, was a, that was a stupid decision. I can't believe he did it. Really silly. Um, I, can't believe, and... I can't believe there was a member of the medical team who thought that was a good idea. It, it, it actually makes me think, like, I'm, I'm, what situation is Endo in? That Endo wasn't deemed worthy, maybe, of starting it. It might have been that Endo came in Japan. too late. 
Was he in yeah, Japan? Yeah, he, he played international. He wasn't in Japan. They played in Europe, I think. But um, he he was signed so late and has also been away on international duty that it's 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 not really a perfect role for him. What I would have done is been really really brave and play Curtis Jones there in Harvey Elliott in midfield. Because if anyone has deserved the start so far from the from the appearances, it's um, Elliot. And by all accounts, Curtis Jones had a bit of a Wijnaldum first half where he just let the game pass him by, which it's also um, fair to point out that happens to the best footballers in the world. And, you know, you don't always have your best game. He's also playing as a bit of a glorified left midfielder as well. Like people yeah, think yeah. to look at the the position on a, on a team sheet and think, oh, he's a sentiment. He's not. He's kind of like a left midfielder, kind of half space kind of player. So mm. unless the ball's over that side, he's not going to be shown for it. Yeah, and actually, it can. It can. I saw obviously the highlights, and it did look. It looked like we'd lose the ball on that right hand side quite often, and he would be high, wide, and there'd yeah. be a gap, and it, it it didn't look particularly sustainable. If I'm honest, I, as I said, I, I didn't see it as a flawless logic, just as a yeah. you know a, a potential justification for it, because because like you, I couldn't imagine or think of a, a logical reason why we'd have Joe Gomez playing that Trent role. And as someone who is constantly banging on about using a double pivot, it does get very frustrating seeing Liverpool constantly turn to it to save their arses yeah. in games. Because yeah. the, what I saw, Liverpool had complete control in that second half and were barely threatened through the middle because, lo and behold, there are two people there helping out rather than just one in an island. Let let me and Dave quickly just dig into the the horrors of the four, and we'll put a please, cap on it then, and we can like please, we can get please, on to like please the do because I I actually really need a drink, so yeah, yeah. please do. <laughs> do uh, it was it was like you were right when you said that like Jones was like not just high and wide. There was times Dave where he was, I'd say he was almost our highest player, but like the ball just wasn't getting to him at all. The way second half Sabasli like started hitting. Robertson with the switch, I guess, because Sabasly mm. moved deeper, so that was more on for him. But um, it was all the things you're, you've been saying, Dave, about like there actually wasn't enough width. Uh, there wasn't enough width, like there wasn't enough like lengthening of the pitch, like you know, where, like there's no width from fullbacks. It was Jones being high wide, but just not being used on the left. And then there wasn't even like the we made the pitch so small, and Wolves just filled it. You know, like because Gakpo was dropping, Salah was dropping, uh, Jota was dropping. Uh, until they found like space up near the left. Even then, it wasn't Jones. It was it was Jada who, like Josh said, got in. So it was just that, and there was like nowhere to go. And Wolves would just like turn the ball over centrally. They're still high because we're not running behind, and then we're high in this little like mad box in the middle of the pitch. And then yeah, it was just them running at us. But it was um, yeah, but like I'd say it was complete system issues. Then made worse by the McAllister thing and having like a really unfamiliar back four and like Robertson just again being redundant if it, if it was like a, a Wijnaldum first half from Jones it wasn't so much his doing it was the he was filling he was fulfilling the role it looked like he was being asked to play but it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. just completely redundant and like I said the, the bright side is that uh from the horrors of war come the feckin spoils of war then uh where yeah like they they fix it McAllister gets hooked and looks a bit gutted and I kind of feel bad for him because it's like not at all his fault. He almost deserves a feckin' medal for showing up in that first yeah, half. But yeah, yeah, he just he couldn't hang on to it. I thought Sabazlai was really ragged as well. He was again, I just not known like yeah, it just wasn't working. It was just a bad fit. And at least they had the sense to to change it quickly. Even they they made the first change and then even though they scored the goal that came from it, it did like eventually kind of work, you could argue. If you want if Blaine was here, maybe he'd he'd argue that it worked and we drew one one with that like system and that personnel, um, but he still like followed through with the subs that like really changed the game. And then it's just like the rest of the match was just like fucking. I won't say cruise control because it's still a late winner, but like proper control nullified their threat. Everyone just playing in positions that suited them way better, and like Jones and Zabazlai, um, just like completely holding down the midfield. It was like it was it was honestly brilliant to watch, and you'd be like. You're kind of just like, why didn't we just do this in the first place? But we can kind of like send that all season. So, yeah, I probably won't be the last time we have a game with that. The frustration for me is everybody, it, there seems to be like this big emphasis on everybody showing in the middle of the pitch, which is fine. But then 
if you haven't got like a Nunes stretching the pitch vertically, Salah's in this kind of playmaking bag kind of thing. He isn't really getting them behind as much, which is fine because I mean, stop stealing well, my word. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at what happened as a result of Salah being a playmaker. Um, and yeah, Everton, Everton, you were saying then, Shane, Everton was kind of condensed into the middle of the park, and this is where I peddle a good old, it doesn't look like a club team, because it doesn't, because Wolves had Gomez, they had Lamina, and they had Bellegarde, who were just physically just completely better in, in that first half, and we just weren't winning those duels, which we've been better at this season, but we were... We were getting, well, yeah, we, 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 we were getting we're caught. Yeah, we were caught. Yeah. yeah, and th- there's no out ball because nobody's out wide. They weren't finding Jones. No deals. And and again, and another thing, dribblers. We cannot cope with dribblers. Fuck me, Bellegarde and Neto just seemed to have absolutely no. Not no nobody was was. Getting in in the way in order to to make it a, a strong tackle, and I mean we we saw we we saw it with the first goal with with Neto, we saw it with Neto on Gomez multiple times as well. I, I and I mean Josh, it's a good thing Josh didn't watch the first hour because Jota. Um, it's 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 a it's a it's a good thing he scores as many goals as he does because sometimes out of out of well but with possession. Does I he? mean, it, well, it is essentially out of possession because as soon as he gets the ball, we lose it. Yeah, but like, yeah, you're saying good job he scores goals. He's done absolute fuck all this season. Oh, like, no, I wouldn't say that. But yeah, uh, Diaz. Has he scored? Oh, he scored. He scored one. Diaz he? But the, the, Diaz is just kind of night and day. I, I was. I think if anything, if anything proved the South America problem more than. But as it was, Diaz being absolutely shattered after half an hour, and I think then you extrapolate that to oh god, I've used that word. Extrapolate. Um, <laughs> if you extrapolate that to McAllister's performance in the first half, um, Nunes looked rally, a little ragged towards the end as well. It, it really does emphasise the the brainlessness of starting McAllister in that first half because yeah. um, Diaz, I think, played earlier than McAllister anyway, and he could not track back. After 80 minutes, he was really... Nunes was obviously doing it for him a lot of the time, but he was so tired. And he came on at half-time. It's, I'm more worried... I'd be more worried if we saw this performance in three weeks' time. I think international break mitigation is in full effect. I'm happy to accept the international break as an excuse this time. On the basis that we don't make the same mistake in October when we have another one and yeah we probably do see the the the, the ones who have traveled less playing in those games i'd like to think in the next international break tiago's back but whether he's featuring i'd like to think bashatic would have had minutes endo will be slightly more tuned in and i don't i don't know where he goes in in october so he might be out of the question if he's in asia um but i don't want to make the same mistake again for the south americans McAllister in particular, because you know it was like having last season's Fabinho back in the team times ten. Um, by all accounts, as I said, I've not not seen it. But uh, Japan go to Canada. Well, they play Canada and Tunisia, by the way. So that sounds well. That sounds like it's going to be a neutral venue. You'd like to think because that's a lot. You'd of actually like Endo for the derby as well, wouldn't you? Like you think if there's a game where he can just go in and fucking oh god, fly around and thirty against Everton on the international yeah. break next time. Oh yeah. my lord! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't yeah. play McAllister. Um, um, both games are in Japan as well, by the way. There's uh, still a lot of traveling then, so I probably wouldn't put him in. I'd probably you'd probably have to look at um, Bashtic, Jones, and and Soberslai. As as your three potentially there, uh, depending on injuries, of course, they, you know some of them might not be available. Um, but I thought we've seen enough that McAllister can't do that, and uh, as we've already said, I thought it was unfair that he was put in a position where he was doing that. Um, it was silly, needless. You know, if anything, you want him to come on with fifteen minutes to go and just shore things up. If you're going to play him at all, 
In fairness, the bucket on him was an absolute nonsense, though. Oh, it was, yeah. And, and to be honest, he, he played... I saw that, and then I don't think it then is a surprise. He, he played maybe potentially within himself. Well, yeah. No, for the rest of the game. He's I, I, on the bucket for yeah. 14 minutes. So. He I think was who are... constantly as well, though. You know, like the one thing... If Klopp's like... Oh, he was, okay, yeah. He, he, was shattered, but he was just... Like, his touch was everywhere. Passes were loose. You know, he was clearly shattered himself. And that, that affected yeah, your on-ball ability you, as well. See, but, uh, if you see a quality yeah. player doing the basics wrong, it might not be their day in terms of physicality and, you know, mindset. And it's <laughs> it's fine to acknowledge that. It's fine that they can put a performance in like that as long as, yeah. A, the coaching staff notice, and B, the other players, you know do a job to, to stop that from becoming the key factor in the result. And, and, and yeah, they did that. And yes, the coaching staff deserve credit for making the changes, but they probably made the changes that they probably should have started with, which, you know, it's frustrating because now we're talking about the coaching staff getting it wrong when they should really be getting praise for, for reacting so quickly because um, they do deserve let's, that credit. Let's flip the tone. Let's flip the tone so we, we can talk about the, Positive. We did win 3-1 after all, if anyone is still with us after that sad red diatribe. Uh, and yeah, like so Callis is hooked half time and um well who actually came on for him? Was it was it was Diaz, Diaz. wasn't it? And it was just fucking bread and butter for, it was basically four four two, wasn't it? Or four two four, whatever you want to call it. And it was just like Jones, Sabazlai, double pivot, you lads sort it. Gomez is gonna play like a right back and he's gonna do perfectly fine at it uh let robertson off the leash was like the big one as well and yeah. so like now you free up robertson to be to be doing what jones was wasting his time doing and suppose lies deeper so he can hit him because like i said he wasn't good first half either so i was like he was giving it away just because it was like trying to play in a phone box in the entire pitch so it was like yeah not great but yeah don't be like i thought jones because i saw him do it for england the under 21s and obviously this is different level but yeah, he just he just doesn't lose it, and he's a really Incident- good presser. Incidentally, England playing a four four two at that age, you know, yeah, so that would have been that would have been really helpful for him. And I thought he was really brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a proper gadget player, Jones. I think he can play. He can play across the front line. He can play midfield. He can play pretty much anywhere. In all honesty, um, they're the players I, you need in your squad more than are, yeah. the I, I think marquee one. I think he's he's really underrated. Yeah, I also think we'll he see is. that from Gravenberch eventually, as well. Um, well I, I was, was actually really impressed with him when he came on. Th- that's the problem is that we've stumbled upon like oh, every dear. time Sabasley <laughs> has had to do that a few times this season, whether it's been down to ten men or something. He's had to slot into like double pivot, and that's what I've been most impressed with him, rather than this kind yeah. of like right mid role where he's kind of free but I don't actually know what he's meant to be doing and when he's when he's got that kind of freer role he, I find he's like out of possession I think you said it before Dave he kind of he's a bit mad with his pressing he kind of gambles on stuff and it just leads to lads like running past him sometimes he's and now Thiago on steroids he is a bit yeah ball. but then you put him in quicker. double pivot you put him in double pivot and it's like you get that with some midfielders it's like your job is kind of sit here and just like not do wild shit and just do like the simple stuff really well I think he said that as well you know I think I think he has actually said like I, I kind of have to the manager moved me there and I had to kind of tune in a bit more defensively, which was a bit like okay you're playing in the three but you've still got to tune in defensively. Um, I know he's, yeah. I know he says that, but he's played in Leipzig where they've played in a he's played in a two in midfield he's played in a two before. Yeah, he's played in a two. He's probably played in a two. He's played fucking everywhere, but he was he was he was an attack. He was like a ten. It was predominantly attacking Leipzig. He was he was on the left. He was on the left side of a four-two-two-two a lot of the time, I think, towards towards the end. But I know he did play in the pivot role um, for them plenty of times. So it's not like how he comes out machine, saying he is. He is. Oh, but we, we, as I as I as I said in the last episode, we really need to be careful with his load. I mean, he's played ninety minutes in every game so far. So um, obviously, he probably won't be playing on Thursday. Well, just I think that, just that, be that careful with kind him. of. Movers on to Thursday as well. Um, I, can um, I just have a quick shout out for Harvey Elliott because I thought he did really well on that right hand side. Oh well, yeah, because he'll probably um, play on Thursday, so go ahead. Yeah, so um, Elliott, I thought the move to play Salah as, with Nunez was great. They lo- they love playing with each other, but it meant that Salah could just do what he wanted. Yeah. Um, with the with the cover behind him, he's a very disciplined midfield four. 
Um, Diaz, I think, can be incredibly disciplined. He's very tactically aware. Elliot, obviously, plenty of legs and has played in central midfield, so we'll know the defensive responsibilities that he might have had to do as as, as part of that um, attacking two slash wide uh, wide two. Uh, I thought he was great. I thought he was absolutely great. Unlock Salah to continue to create. Obviously, unlucky that it was an own goal uh, and not his. Uh, his goal, but yeah, I thought he did really, really well. And I think the the thing for Klopp is he now has a season to try and work out how we use that right hand side role um, with Salah going. Mm. And it and and the fact that Salah's playing a more creative role might be okay. We're targeting that sort of player rather than the monster goal output. And if Salah has to sacrifice a season of scoring goals to make sure the team is more set up for the next three or four years, then so be it because he's got the skill set to do it. Um, I remember, really well. I remember watching Elliot for Blackburn when he was at Blackburn, and he had a really good partnership with Adam Armstrong. Um, you saying we sign Adam Armstrong? I'm not saying we sign Adam Armstrong. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is we have a big fucking Uruguayan version of Adam Armstrong. Yeah. Um, a really big, others. a really big version of Adam Armstrong because yeah. he's about five foot two, isn't he? Yeah. Why, why um, did he look so big at the weekend? By the way, Nunez, is it the hair? He looked like fucking six foot five. It's, Be- it's Bielsa's. It's Bielsa's roids. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what it was. And like, because I was going to mention Elliot as well. I feel like he's he's actually finally developed a bit more physically. He looks bigger and faster a bit. But I don't know what it was about Nunes the hair. But he looked like fucking Haaland running around the place. He, he was like bigger than everyone. Or maybe Wolves are just small. But sorry, Dave, go on. I just I couldn't get over the size. No, also was was as as you were saying, Josh, with, with the roll on the right and mm. kind of. Taking as much of uh, of the burden that 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 role probably has on it, because obviously we've had Mohamed Salah there for the last yeah well five six years, so of course Canal, you know you you can put a bit more burden on on that right side and maybe be a bit more um well less progressive and and less risk takey in the middle of the park um but now with the likes of Subas Light, but if if we got for example. Against Wolves, we had two up front, so that takes that kind of attacking burden off him, and he can he he can play others in the the, the burden of, of goal scoring and and being that direct contributor isn't on him. Um, he's got you know four other attackers in theory. Um, to to share. Well, I remember, him, but... I remember, I remember at Dortmund, um, you'd have um when Klopp was there, obviously you'd have Goethe, Royce, and Lewandowski being the the output, and then you'd have Blasikovsky there on that right-hand side, who was just a little bit more sure of himself, a little bit more aware of how things were in terms of, okay, we might lose the ball here, what do we do? And I'm not saying, he still had great output, and I'm certainly not saying that Harvey Elliott is completely reductive and not not fit for an attacking role, of course he is, but it, it, it it's great having that for, for, for Klopp, I'm sure, having that discipline from a player who is basically being a bit more of a number 10 playing in the half space sort of thing. It must be great for him. And I think, I think seeing, I think the best thing from the game was we saw that the four two 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 can work. Um, I think if he had switched to that and it was even worse, you kind of think it bloody hell. The, it, it is the, it is the inverted wing back system. Um, and that's what we've got to stick with. Now he's been, he's got a bit of a dilemma. He, he knows in some games, you know, actually I feel a bit more confident starting with that because I've just seen Curtis Jones and Dominic Zabozlai, natural more eights, tens. They can play really disciplined and they can control the game. Um, so yeah, we, I, I think it's great that we've got now, I think got that option to, to turn. So I, I've, I've got no problem with starting with that. The, the four, three, three, if, or three, two, Four one or whatever it is, I've no it's idea. Contingency for Afcon as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've also got that coming up, and I think Sabozlai can play that role as well. I don't think Sabozlai can go to the Afcon either, which is even better. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Yeah. Wait, who, um, who is going Afcon? Salah. Oh yeah. Salah. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, we won't have Endo in that time either, because um. Uh, yeah, Endo's going to Asian the, Cup. Asian Cup. Although uh, Japan do tend to pick a weaker side, apparently, so. Hmm. My um, Ishida didn't go when he was captain, so you never know. We can move over to Thursday anyway. Um, I'm yep. fucking, I'm probably looking forward to this. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic, isn't it? And it's I'm, even I'm really looking forward to it. Early kickoff as well. 
I'm not looking forward to that. I finished work at half five, so I've got to kind of miss the first 15 uh, minutes. Um, I'm back for half four, thankfully. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll, well, obviously breaking news. Um, ben Dokes just signed a new contract just before we um, started recording, so that's great news. Um, but it's it's probably an opportunity to see the likes of Gravenberg and, uh, and a couple other new faces. Um I think I saw Bobby Clark is playing for the under-21s tonight. I'll have to double-check that. Um, so maybe he won't be there. But, um, yeah, no, that we'll see. Gerald Conser hopefully, is going to be fit. Um, he seems fairly okay at the end of the yeah, match. No, he had a right limp. Like a he was great, limb. by the way. We we haven't even mentioned him. I only said how mad it was in the term, but he was. I thought he was brilliant at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I he thought, was I thought he was fine. Oh, he was fine. He was fine. He did his job. Yeah. He, so he he looked the most experienced out of the back four. <laughs> Which, <laughs> he did know, actually. Yeah, to be fair, from my from my extended highlight compilation. So yeah, I'm just looking at the um, the Liverpool under twenty one start eleven tonight against. Um, more come so there's no no benzo so i think that suggests he's going to be playing or yeah. some kind of path anyway on thursday uh bobby clark's playing uh james mcconnell who's been in around the squad he's playing um mccallum frowns off he's also playing so i can't maybe squad i don't know jay Spearin's on the bench as well just thought that's <laughs> worth it <laughs> um, <laughs> And we've got the sons of Jason Kumas and um, Neil Dans on our bench as well. Nice. Which is interesting. Is Kumas' but, uh, son any good? Have we got a player called Scanlon? Do we have. Callum Scanlon. Yeah. Is he playing? He is playing, yeah. Yeah, sorry. He, he was he named around he, the squad as well. Yeah, he was name-dropped as somebody who might feature against Lask by journalists. So, yeah. Is Kumas... Is, wait, what position is he? Winger? Scanlon's like an attacker, yeah. Um, is, is, is Kumas, Kumas is an attacker good. winger, isn't he? Because uh, um, when Kumas was, team, Kumas was in the original uh, Liverpool U team, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I remember... he's, he's, he's my little brother's claim to fame. My little brother used to play with him at Tramia. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean Jason Kumas. Yeah, I know. I'm on about his son. Yeah, no, but I'm saying when, when Jason Kumas, I'm pretty sure he was in Liverpool Academy as well, wasn't he? Wigan yeah, and, uh, I think he was, and then went to Tramier, and then ventured into Wigan. He was at West Brom. Yeah. West Brom as well, yeah. But he, uh, I forget who it was, like, years ago, but there was, like, lads in the U team when they were in, like, the U team with Kumas, and they were, like, cause I forget, I don't, I forget what age he was. I think he was... Oh, he was a good, he was good, like, young age, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, but I think he was... He was Gerard. really good. I think he was Gerard's age, and they thought he was, like, maybe not going to be the one that makes it, but, like, they were like, yeah, he's the next big thing. Like, not not, not like the expense jar, but I just remember hearing that like years later about Kumas. Like, they were all surprised that he like didn't go on to do more because of what of how he looked like in the YouTube. Trundle. Probably look at it pretty quick, but <laughs> like Ali Trundle kind of player. Um, but yeah, so Louis Kumas, Jaden Dons on the bench. Um, and for you, Shane, and our Irish contingent, uh, Trent Cohn Doherty is on the bench as well. To look up if he's representing Republic or Northern Ireland. Uh, he's Republic, I think. I think he's actually from uh, the six counties, as they say. He's got the best name in the world, Trent Touré. Like his other is I don't know if that's his middle name or his other. Well, that would make it his third. Oh, and, but that's his middle name. Triple yeah, battle. Oh, so he's born in. We're Derry, in a rabbit hole here. Sorry, he's born in Derry, but he's playing for Republic of Ireland U team. So that's a good that's a good Catholic boy we got in the U team there. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, how strong, what, what, what how Thursday? Yeah. How strong would you go? I'd start Gaff Poe. <laughs> um, right, Dave. I think, thanks. I think I'll yeah, just just Gaff Poe. <laughs> I, I think I'd definitely start Gaff Poe because he. I you don't want to see him in the league. I don't think. He, uh, yeah, that's one yeah, way to put you it. Just, you just, they'll just translate it for you there. But yeah, that's one way to put it. Um, yeah, he's been a bit... He's looking like... Remember when he first came into the side and he looked a bit aimless? And a bit like he didn't know what he was doing. He looked like that again. Um, 
They need to swap. They need to swap him and Nunez. He needs well, to that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. He has not. The, he has not the benefit of that kind of time being drilled essentially like Nunez did. Um. So yeah, I, I, I would start Gakpo, but other than that, um, I wouldn't go too strong. Obviously, Simakas, I think, is a bit of a shoe in. Yeah, who plays right back? Gomez probably. Mm, I'd go Bacetich. What? Yeah. Why are people? Why are people saying this? Because because he because he's gonna do the trend. Because he's actually oh, he's, he's not doing act- a fucking. He's oh, actually a centre back. He's actually a centre back. No, he's not a midfielder. No, no, no. Spain play him as a centre back. Spain play Rodri as a centre back. <laughs> it's 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 Lask. Lads, you could play anywhere, anyone right. there. Alisson could play right back. Can I phrase it a different way? Because I may or may not have been on Twitter saying if he starts Alisson, any of Alisson, Salah, Kanate, you know, like, we should tear up the manager's contract. Uh, what's, like... Because I think, I think, like, someone like Van Dyke might get a start because, you know, they haven't been playing for us. But, like, let's do, like, kind of dream reality hybrid 11. Like, what's... What's like realistic that he'll? Are we going with four three three? It's gonna be, it'll be really boring, but it's gonna be four three three, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be a four three. three. I think we're all we're all agreed it's gonna be Kelleher in goal. Yeah, should be. Simakas left back. Yeah, I quite like the Van Dyke shout to get him ready for West Ham. I think Van Dyke will play next to Quanta if he's fit. Yeah, if he's fit, probably go probably Matip if he's not. And Gomez. Do we right still back. have Nat Phillips? No. Oh, he's he on gone? loan, isn't he? I think. Oh, Where'd he I go? Celtic. Celtic. Yes, he went yes. Celtic, yeah. That, he went I to love, join I the dog shagger. Right. I love that move, yeah. Um, <laughs> Reese Williams, is he still here? No. Yeah, yeah we're really thin on the ground at centre back. Um, Just not Kanate. That's like the one we don't want. Yeah, Kanate can't play. For me, see, I'd, I'd happily have Gomez at right back if he was a right Endo. back. Can Endo, like I know Endo's played, like can he? All oh, right, he... so I get I get the fucking eye roll for Bashitich, and then you suggest Endo. Well, I'm because I like because just because I want to fucking because Endo's the filler, you know. Like you play, you play the kids that like have a future. Like, uh, not that we're gonna like kill. Well, you Endo, play the older think. ones who don't. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, like the priority is developed by, by Chetich, and if he's going to be like a six for us or whatever, then just play him there and then let Endo I fill think, in wherever. I think he'll start Gravenbush as the six as a bit of training slash warm-up for playing that long-term or longer-term. We won't fixate on positions. We'll just get like, we kind of said the same. So will we soon both by Chetich and or we both like to see by Chetich and Endo play, wherever that may be, we, we both like to see them play. Mm. And we want to see we want to see Gravenberg, and then you want one more midfielder, Elias, and then are we agreed on that? But the problem is, he might go with Gomez at right back if Kwanzaa's fit. Then you've got to choose between Endo, Gravenberg, Elliot, and Bashitich as your midfielder. He might. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what we would like to see. If like you know, however unrealistic. I would like to see. Um, is Doug left-footed? I've just had a, a bit of a brain fart. Is he left footed? Yeah, he's right-footed. He is. He's, no, he's left footed. Hmm. Ben Doak is really left footed, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I, I would probably go. I mean, you've got to get back to this minute. You, you've, you've simply got to. I think it'll be malpractice if we don't use the Europa League to give him as many minutes as we can. Um, I mean, yeah, but 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 we're assuming four two three one. But if we're going dream, oh, he's or... right footed, is he? Sorry, yeah, I thought fuck he was. You, Josh. I yeah, thought he was left footed. I was, th- oh, I was thinking he's really left footed. How left footed is he, Josh? <laughs> his his middle his middle name is Gannon, which is brilliant. So I'll probably go Bacetich, Granberg, and Enzo in midfield. And are you saying um, Doke on the left? Yes. Yeah, I quite like it. Dolph left, Elliot right. Elliot right. And Gap- Are you playing front. Elliot front three? Okay. I could maybe get on board with that. I just think, I don't like you. 
I don't like talking about using competitive games as like practice. No, neither do I. But but Elliot is a right winger. It probably you probably don't lose much against Lask. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the third in the Austrian. It's away. It's away from home as well, isn't it? So like Elliot right wing isn't like fucking. I can't believe the nonsense we do to go one nil down after eight minutes. <laughs> and and so which senior forward? Of, uh, or like one or two forwards are you playing because I, I think who's who we're playing Nunez, weekend? hasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say Nunez but who, who, who do we play at the weekend? West Ham at home Nunez also picked up a bit of a muscle problem again with Uruguay so he did I'd like, I'd like to have him have a week's rest for West Ham and then start him mm-hmm. but you wouldn't I think, be you wouldn't be mad I think Jota's Jota, Jota's the one that has to play against Jota needs to play against Lask yeah. if he's going to play I do, I do have a, I do have a feeling he's gonna play Salah. By the way, I fucking tear up his contract. I, fucking, I have a feeling. Matt, <laughs> we've got that on uh, on tape. <laughs> Shane calls the manager's head. Imagine he says McAllister and Sabas. Imagine. Well, imagine it's, if it's the same team as Wolves. Like, oh yeah, we want to. Because, like, people have been, like, we've talked about this on social media, because, like, I remember Arsenal went really strong, like, Europa last week, and, like, the rationale was, like, oh, fucking, uh, you know, oh, if, if they if they come top of the group, then you have one less round of fixtures. Like, that's an actual incentive to, like, win the group rather than, like, in Champions League, like, you could come first in your group and get, like, a really hard random fucking draw, but... uh yeah, like, like, fuck off! Like, don't like when like playing Saka the way they were. Like, when you've got your best chance at a title in twenty years, like it's a stupid show. I know it's like, oh, you have to, you, you want to keep them primed, you know, and they're used to playing two hours a week. Salah's played the most minutes I reckon in Europe in the last four to six years. Like, he just never stops playing. So, and, and last time he went to Afcon, remember the last time he went to Afcon? He went there as literally the best foreign player in the world. Do you remember what he was doing in the league before he went and he came back and he was just never the same because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was going to fucking 120 minutes penalties every round fucking on the shittest pitches. Oh, it was just like, it was like a sick joke, honestly, that fucking AFCON. And then he gets yeah, to so... lose in the final on penalties to the lad who's going to leave at the end of the season anyway. For context, um, sorry, just, just quick context. Yeah. So the loser 13th in the league and um, Lask are third in the Austrian Bundesliga, and having had had a quick look at some of the matches earlier today, because I'm a sad bastard. Um, uh, they don't. I mean, they're not winning games convincingly, according to the shot counts and stuff. Anyway, um, and... whereas, whereas when they look at our results, they're like, "Oh, Liverpool with another dominating three-one win. Look, they only." <laughs> they only gave up. They they gave up so little XG as well. They just don't look at the Cunha shot that wasn't a shot, so it doesn't count. Like you know. And San Galwa, uh, where are they? They'll probably have Brighton's they next know. best player. They're ninth. Um. So has, any, has anyone seen the um, coefficient points for the Europa League this year? I've seen ours, and it's fucking hilarious. So it's like Liverpool, what, 127? Yeah, it's, it's so funny. And then Roma's is like 94 in their yeah. second. Like, we're right, in three okay. Champions League finals in the last half decade. We're, we're, we're probably the best team in this competition. Why are we here? Uh, just put it out there. This is probably the best team to qualify like for the Europa League yeah, without dropping, ever. Without dropping into it. Yeah, yeah like ever. <laughs> Uh, on Toulouse, by the way, they they have a manager who managed Nottingham Forest in like 2016, oh, and he was terrible. Are. So um, done a good job with them. Damien Camoli Derby, he's their sporting direct uh, sporting director or general president, I think. Yeah. At Toulouse, so um, yeah, be a good anyway, game. I'll, I'll be going with any predictions anyway, because we've still got to talk about West Ham. Oh. Fuck. I've seen uh, Antonio's quotes today about finishing above Liverpool. Oh, he's just angling for a job at Talksport. He is so yeah. badly. Were the quotes um, on Talksport? I, they, they no, probably... he's got a podcast with Callum Wilson, hasn't he, on the BBC? Oh god, of he's course. got his eyes on that fucking jobbing Premier League striker slot that Ibanlahor has taken up. Yeah. Um, go we on. could do nice predictions. Yeah. Sure. We need. Um, 
we need some predictions. So go on. Is this, the, is, it, is, it, is this definitely one where we do on position rather than player? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, can imagine, I can imagine saying 3 1 Doke <laughs> and Salah scoring a hat trick before we do. <laughs> we, we could win or lose 5 0, and if any of the lads that I mentioned see a I, fucking blade of grass, I, I'll, like, that's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about Shane's getting Jotter at Mitchell and flashbacks. I think, oh. I think this is part of the fun. I think, I yeah, think yeah, we're going to yeah, have yeah. to go, um, go. Go with your goal scorer. Um, I'll go with 3 0. No, oh, fuck it, I'll go Elliot. Elliot. We are away from home, aren't we? Yes. yes we are. Um, I say, like, if it's a team that I that I'll go to bed dreaming about tonight, then uh, it'll be like two one duck. Unfortunately, I was also going to go with Doke. Uh, but I will say we win 4 1. Right, okay. If we, remember that. My prediction remember, is that I set myself on fire if I fucking see any of those. <laughs> if I see any of those lads touch a blade of grass. Uh, do, do you remember that game away at Genk? And it's like we got absolutely ripped apart and we still won like 4 1. Yeah, Chamb- Chamberlain scored Chamberlain that one on the outside scored, of his yeah. boot. <laughs> it's like, all oh, right, it's one of the greatest goals we'll ever see. Yeah. And it's away at Genk. <laughs> It was, it, it, it was just emblematic of like this is the quality difference if you do yeah. not score yeah. when you score we are going to make you pay they have they had that massive six foot seven guy who went to Southampton didn't yeah, they? they on a watchu on a watchu yeah oh my word yeah he was also rapid playing up in the fucking paint <laughs> um anyway West Ham Davy Moyers football genius football genius um, we win that, don't we? Surely, surely, like yeah, surely, because <laughs> they will play a weaker, they will play a stronger team in the Europa League than we will in terms of strength of their own team, okay, not yeah, the opposition. So I think we win based on the fact that they're going to be absolutely fucked or playing a rotated team. I don't even think just that. I think they really lent in, and fair play to them for doing this because. I, I hate it when club like director of footballs or sporting directors fall out on pure like principles of how to play mm. football with managers. So fair play to them for actually backing Moyes and backing his his vision. Um, I'm saying, think... I'm saying, I'm saying my Europa League thing. Sorry, they're playing Batchka Tapola. Oh, so they might have a, they might have their normal team out on Sunday. But. Um... But yeah, I mean, I I I think they've done a really good job backing them properly, um, and they you know they deserve. I think they spent the rice money really well. Um, Alvarez looked like he was a really good signer. They've done a real squad. Sorry. They actually they they've done a real squad. They actually like have oh yeah, yeah. quality yeah. everywhere. Even if sometimes they play like fucking idiots, like Aguero at the weekend jumping for that header to let Silva in for City to go ahead. But one thing's for um, certain though is they're gonna. They're gonna see the possession, and yeah. it's whether or not we can do anything with it. But I mean, the threat on the break. I mean, Antonio is he what he was? I don't think so. Um, Kanate, and... it, it, it's a, it's like one of those games where you wrap Kanate and Cottonwool beforehand, don't you? Because like you I really want cool. his. You you really do need you're probably going to need him to like cover mm. an ocean of space behind us and he's they're not as dangerous down the left as they probably are down the right because they have Bowen or Kudus I I don't know how they're gonna I don't know is one of them going to have to play centrally or did, did I think Kudus came on against City didn't he but I don't know who he who he came on for or where he played or what they did because they they play in the same position don't they and they're in theory those are like their their two best players so um, on ability anyway the the the, the thing about it is. Are Bowen and or Kudus gonna play high enough to be able to link up with Antonio, or is he gonna get cut off? That's the question. Um, because we 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 know how how negative Moyes can be. I mean, I think they got absolutely. I, I think Haaland had like five big chances. Yeah, 
and scored yeah, getting cleared off the line. One. Yeah. So like that was a home. <laughs> I understand they got a goal and you know sat back on the goal, but I definitely think it it's probably gonna be a game for Nunez just as a presence in the box to kind of at least occupy the centre backs because if we have got the ball in front of them it's it's pointless having somebody drop and deep. I understand the logic of well well it gives them a decision to make but they're not gonna make a decision. They're just gonna sit there and let the, the, the let the midfield deal with it. Um so I'll do try you see them against, against Brighton? Yes. Yeah, and it, it was just like it was kind of like a meme, wasn't it? Like just we're just gonna sit, we're gonna put eleven men on our goal line, and you can't break us down. Ha, ha, That's ha. the way to play against Brighton, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, because like, well, you don't want to fall into their their bullshit of like actually engaging them in their own box, like yeah. But um, yeah, you know, no, United didn't commit to anything, and but they they, they did fleece them on the counter, even though even even though they were like attacking from their own box, they were starting counters from like deep inside their own half, like. Ward Prowse has like that kind of passing range, and then has the engine to like yeah, like I say, he like they've really backed him with that signing, and he's just like he is like kind of a perfect fit for what Moyes wants to do. I isn't forgot he? they got Ward Prowse. Oh man, set pieces, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, that's oh, gonna man. be horrible. Thank God Van Dyke's back for that. But all, all the more reason to fucking just box them in and just like try not to let them out at all. Um, they yeah. played Packeta. If if live score is anything to go off of. They played Pakita like on the left of their like attacking three against City and like Alvarez and Suchek like they had something like ten combined passes against Brighton like in ninety minutes like it was it was like just mad shit you know they were just sitting there like double pivot screen in the back four all game and that's probably going to have to be the plan against us we I assume we won't have Trent back so um it'll be interesting to see does Klopp have the sense to just play Gomez like a normal fucking right back and let what well, it'd be like McAllister, Sabozlai and who knows in midfield. Do we do we even want to try and predict the team for that or kind of waste the time without knowing what'll happen on Thursday? But we could yeah, we could say what we like I, to happen. I don't think I'm I'm hoping it clicks with him, so he might change the shape or I don't know. But um I I don't even know who he'll start. Because it, it is a bit up in the air. The only names that are guaranteed on the team, Shita Van Dijk, Canate, if he's fifth, Allison, Sobosly, Salah, and maybe Diaz. Maybe McAllister as well. Like, he should get oh, yeah, Thursday off. I think, I think it will probably be McAllister in the sixth, though. Which could be fair enough. If they are going to sit in as much, then... Well, I think that's the logic. It, it, it's, it's a similar logic to why... He probably started that against um, Villa as well. Uh, we're going to see a lot more of the ball then. We're going to see They're transition, not gonna be hopefully. As Villa, though. Like, am I right in saying that? Because like, I didn't get to watch it. Am I right in saying Villa just played like... It, like couldn't have played more into our hands. Like We're going to have a high line, but we're not going to press. So go ahead, Trent. Just like fire those balls over the top. Like. Yeah, they, they played this like it was stay compact, but stay compact and sit on the halfway line. And don't press. And then... Or they they gave it a goal, but they 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 gave it a bit of a goal. Um, uh, we were I think we were two 0 up at one point, and I was literally I, I actually said to me dad, I mean I'm fine with them doing it, but what are they doing? Because <laughs> they just weren't really doing anything. But um, but yeah, I mean it's, I don't think it's it's much different to the Villa game. I think Villa are obviously a bit more expansive than West Ham, but. At the same time, I think they have similar threats. Obviously, yeah. Diaby left foot to the right right side of the attacker, Bowen left foot to the right side of the attacker. Um, I think Antonio probably, around. yeah, Antonio probably gives you similar issues. Watkins gives you, um, Alvarez and and Kamara are probably similar kind of players and 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 stuff like that. So, I think the only difference is West Ham are probably more resolute at the back. Whereas Villa are well, they got that Paltares there who's a bit of a. Bit of Areola a can be very good when he gets to sit on his line as well. You saw yes. him against City, like so. It could be it could be one of them where we have twenty shots and we're still waiting for our first goal just because they might yeah. not give up very good quality shots. We 
we probably can't carve them apart quite the way City did, and we don't have the the fucking black hole of of Haaland, you know, in there. But like you said, if we just maybe if we put Nunes up there, he can, you know, he he, he might if he has to take stuff first time, he'll have to compete in the air with Zuma and that. But he might um, open up space for somebody else in the box as well. That's more the logic. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good game for. I, I, I'm still already a bit nervous thinking about McAllister having to chase some of their lads in transition. But I'm a bit I'm a bit pissed off that we're going to miss the um, North London derby. To be honest. Yeah, sure. And well, I, but Dave, you have Newcastle and Sheffield United in the main event. So, no. have you seen how much they're on TV? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a fucking. <laughs> they're not even being transparent about it. Like they're at home. They're like back to back. They're on TV three weeks in a row. Like one is against Arsenal, fair enough, and the other is like. At home to Wolves, at home to Bournemouth, it's like it's such like, a shit it, watch like, as well. <laughs> like generally, people just aren't going to watch. I, I, I fucking want. I'll try and find some hobby. I have no interest in watching the Newcastle match. Like I had, I mean, the playing AC Milan as we're recording this now, and I have absolutely no intention of. Watching I had them on Saturday. I had them on Saturday because uh, I was home alone, babysitting, and like so, I got to watch our match on TV, and that was. Grand and then straight into United Brighton and like I was like this is the best Saturday ever I'm having the fucking time of my life watching this. and then it was them and I was like and I was like oh yeah, you know like Brentford are, are a good team like in Newcastle or whatever and like I actually just like had it on but I was just going around the house doing fucking everything else except watching it because it was just like muck so in terms of their game against Milan it's still nil nil but a half time. Milan's XG was 1.76 and Newcastle's was 0.12. So I think it's been a bit of a rude awakening to the Champions League for them. Yeah, they've stopped the fucking Murphy. Mm. Anyhow, <laughs> he's the, he's the English Rogers when it comes to Europe. Start the fucking Jacob Murphy. Have a bit of respect for the tournament, like, come on. You're playing in the San Siro and you're starting Jacob Murphy. I, I think even competition. Marina Stadium is a bit of a, a bit of a fuck. Oh, Carius is on the bench. Look at him. Um, yeah, where were we? West Ham. Uh, predictions. I'll go two nil, and I will go. Um, fuck it, I'll go, Mister Darwin. Josh. Hang on, uh, just typing that one in. Um, I'm going to say 3-1. Diaz. 3-1 Diaz and Shane. Um, i trying to think who's going to start. I'll just say Salah. Is that it? Oh, I, should, I should say a score as well. Like We don't just lose 4-1. Um, uh... Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love a two nil, two nil Salah. Um, did you? I, I didn't get to watch. Do you remember? Do you we played them at home last season? And Allison saved we, the we penalty goal. Did Nunes score once or twice, or did he just hit the post? He hit the red loads of shots. We won one nil, and he scored the header, wasn't it, into the ground? Yeah. And he I'm like sure. he, had, he had a load of other chances as usual, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, he got sure quite a few times. Probably should have lost that game as well. And did, I was, that's what I was going to ask, like, because they, even if even if their intent is to like sit in, if we do box them in, they're not gonna not have chances, especially against us. So, um, yeah, it, it like it, like it would be kind of even if they go strong in Europa, they'll just show up at Anfield and go strong again. You know, Moyes would be like, fuck rotating kind of thing. So, um. Yeah, they'll be. I think they'll be dangerous. But again, it, it's another one. Like if you, you it'd be a sickener to draw it. Um, you know, especially at home. But uh, yeah, Trent's is Trent's definitely out, is he? Um, um I don't know. So? He was training. Him, he was. He was outside at training last time. There was pictures, and that was before the Wolves game. So yeah, they only thought three weeks. I think. From if the you are on the bombarder box, like then obviously you want him, but uh, Robertson and the other lads can can do it too. But um, yeah, is anybody thinking about us being in a title race, or do City still just look no. too inhuman? No, 
No, that's all, all city. See where we are at Christmas. Spirit. <laughs> right, anyway, that's enough of top red from us. Um, as ever, if you can give us a, a lovely little rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to this on, that would be greatly appreciated. If you can also give us a follow on Twitter, I'm thinking of maybe next international break seeing if I can grab a couple of these lunatics and seeing if we can do a bit of a Q&A maybe um, mm. so maybe during the international break because we've got enough international breaks coming up fuck me um, so yeah if you can give us a follow on Twitter at Top Red Podcast that would be much appreciated as well as ever thanks for listening and it's been emotional it's long